Hello, hello, my friends. Welcome back to Hold Up, Let Me Explain. It's me, your girl, Nicole, coming back after a four-week hiatus. I am so sorry. Honestly, I don't even know where to begin. I've been just all over the place, mentally, physically. I mean, I'm still going to be all over the place because I have a, a small, cute little announcement. So here's the thing. For those of you who are new to the podcast, hi, I'm Nicole, as mentioned, and I have a lot going on in my life. I go to school full time. I go to Rollins College studying business management, and I am at the end of the fall semester, which means that finals and final presentations and all that fun stuff are coming around, and that's been super consuming. I also have my podcast, which you're listening in on. I also have a YouTube channel. And I also have a job where I get paid (laughs) and I work at a restaurant at the Walt Disney World Resort. So I am being pulled in all directions. It's not an excuse. I enjoy doing everything that I do. Everything I do is a choice. So I'm not complaining, but you know, I am a one woman show for all platforms. So it does get really hard to juggle it all. And I'm a very firm believer on I like putting out quality content. I don't like putting anything out there half-assed. And I know that when it comes to the whole social media content creating space, it's all about the quantity. Yeah, the quality does. It's important, but you got to give the people what they want, right? I mean, that's kind of the what I often hear. So it's like, just put it out there, trial and error, you know, whatever. But I just, I don't know, I just prefer to put out good stuff. I had a lot of episodes in mind to post on the podcast, but I just didn't feel like they were good enough. So I just held off. But let me explain all that has been going on in my life. I'm going to start in different categories. So basically, anytime I talk to a friend who I haven't spoke to in a long time with, We, you know, because there's like so much, I always say, let's break it down into categories, right? So like, I'm talking to a friend and I'm like, okay, bitch, I haven't talked to you in weeks. Start with school. What's going on with school? Okay, perfect. Now, talk about work. How's work going? Okay, great. Family drama. Give me the tea. Okay, cool. How's your man? Do we need to slash his tires? Let me know. My knife is ready. Like, these are the things. This is how I organize the the whole updating system. So I'm going to apply this same method with you guys. So let's get into it. School. School is fine. I'm taking three classes. However, one of them I'm not doing that well in. It's an entrepreneurial corporate finance class, which is basically like a finance class that's all done through Excel. Like every time we are in class, Excel is up on our laptops and we're like learning the lesson. The professor I have, he's not bad. He's great. He's really nice. However, he just kind of like goes into these tangents during his lectures. And I feel like because it's a math class, he's not as, um, how do you say? Like he doesn't, apl- like he doesn't do examples on the board that often. You know, it's like he'll breeze through the chapter. He'll bring up Excel. He'll like, okay, you do this, you do that, you do that. When this is being asked, you're going to apply this formula. And then, you know, off you go. And then he doesn't really assign homework, but then the homework he assigns, are like these word problems with these very tricky wording. And it's just like, when did we learn that? And I know what you're thinking. Well, Nicole, are you paying attention? Are you really applying yourself? Are you sure it's the professor, not you? 
my friends, I am not the only student that's not doing that well in the class. Okay. And also, quick disclaimer, I live in Florida. And just about a few weeks ago, we got hit with two hurricanes back to back Hurricane Matthew and then Hurricane Nicole. That's right, me. I'm the hurricane. LOL. Just kidding. Call me Stormy, baby. I kept saying that joke at work and people were just like, they gave me a little bit of a smirk, but then they like rolled their eyes. I just kept saying, call me Stormy, baby. They're like, no, Nicole, get back to work, please. Shut up. I was like, okay, heard. Um, But we got hit with these two hurricanes back to back. So like I missed three weeks of class. It was like, we don't have class on this Monday. And then the following Monday, it's like, it's getting delayed by another week. And then we didn't have class. And then it's like virtual. So it's like, there was like a few weeks where I just feel like I didn't learn anything. And even though videos and assignments were all posted on Canvas, it was still hard for me to like fully understand the material. And when we had done exam one, I had done so poorly on it terrible don't even want to tell you my grade it's embarrassing and then I spoke to another student in my class and I was like hey like how did you do and she was like well he posted in a practice exam and had I done the had I done well on the practice exam I think I would have done well on the actual exam because the practice exam basically had the real exams questions but he just used different numbers So I said, oh, shit. Well, I didn't even know there was a practice exam. If I would have known that, I would have had an idea of like how to study for the actual exam and I would have done better. Right. So when the practice exam for exam two was posted, I was like, perfect. Let me try to ace this practice exam, two, So I have an idea of what to expect on the full exam and I'll get a much better grade. Bitch. When he posted the fucking exam two, them questions were nowhere near the questions from the practice exam. I was livid. I was like, yo, is this a joke? Am I being pranked? Like, I ended up getting a lower grade on that exam than I did on the first exam. And it got to the point where I was like, yo, like, I don't even think I'm going to pass this class. Like, I just was so stressed out about it. And here's the thing. Next semester is my last semester. And there was like a moment where I thought I was going to be delayed a whole semester by one class because the last four classes I have left to take, I didn't realize one was a prerequisite for the other. So my advisor was like, hey, you're kind of fucked up on, you know, deciding your classes for the for these semesters. Um, So you're basically going to be delayed a semester by one class. So I'm like, fuck. So she was like, you know, you could always ask the dean to approve it anyway so that you can still take the class and finish, you know, quote unquote on time. So I did. Dean didn't get back to me until like a few weeks. And then he was like, you know what? It's cool. I'll approve it. You know, good luck. You have your four classes next semester. And obviously, if you pass, you know, you'll graduate in May. So I'm like, oh, my God, I'm set. But now I have this class here that I'm not doing so well in. And I'm like, shit, I'm probably going to have to be delayed a semester anyways, because I don't even know if I'm going to fucking pass it. Luckily, because of all the hurricanes and all of the delays that happened in this semester, the professor was like, "Okay, we're going to do this drop grading system where we're going to drop your lowest exam score. I'm going to drop like he was basically going to grade 
all of our assignments in a way that we would still like benefit, you know, like dropping the lowest exam score, dropping the lowest homework score, applying an extra credit point, like all these extra things, right? And luckily, it did improve my grade to a, a decent passing grade, which for me at this point is all I really want. Like, it's all I want. Like, it's all I want. And so I <laughs> messaged the professor and I was like, you know, do I still have a shot at passing this class? Because I mean, I'm kind of scared to take this exam. And he was like, you know, if you at get at least a 50%, at least a 50% on this exam, you have a shot at passing this class. And that's a low expectation, right? Just a 50. That's basically like an F, you know, like, like just a 50% out of 100, right? I haven't taken the exam yet. But my lowest exam score was a 36% out of 100. It's not funny. It's kind of fucking embarrassing. It's like, Nicole, are you like sleeping in these classes? No, I'm not fucking sleeping. The class is kind of hard. But I don't think like, I don't feel like the material, I don't, it's hard. I don't know. I don't fucking know. I just feel like it's the t- it's the exam, you know, because if you show me something on Excel, like because honestly, Excel is just formulas. It's it's formulas. Right. You know, as long as you can find the present value, current value, find your contribution margin, you know, like I know kind of like the little shortcuts on the keyboard to kind of get those formulas out. Like I have an idea, you know, like there's another class I'm taking that kind of brushed over what I'm learning on the entrepreneurial corporate finance class. And I was able to keep up pretty well because I was like, oh, I know this. Like, I'm pretty comfortable with this. You know, like for that, for another class, I had to do a break-even analysis. And I was like, okay, which I'm still kind of working on. But for the most part, I was like, okay, I know that this is my fixed cost. I know this is my variable cost. I know that I have to add this times it by here to get my annual income. Like, all of that, I understand. It's just these fucking exam questions. It's just like, let me give you like just a metaphor example he could be like okay yellow and red equals 10 and the tree is green and the dog is blue and new episodes on the podcast every mondays right so you're just like okay all right let me write that down let me study that let me do the math let me do my okay great right Exam comes and he's like, if yellow and the dog make this color, what color is the tree every Wednesday nights? It's like, wait, but I, but you, okay, you said the tree was green, but what does that have to do with Wednesday? It's like, you didn't, you didn't cover that. Like there was like a moment in class where we were all like doing like, okay, there's this kid I sit next to. He has like a fucking 98 out of like a 98 percent in the class. I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, you're so smart. And the professor was like, hey, like, I'm going to post the last homework. If you guys want to work together, you know, do it before you end, before you go home, whatever you guys could do it together, whatever. So I asked the kid sitting next to me. I was like, yo, like, can you can we do the homework together? He's like, yeah, let me just let me just do it myself first and see what answers I get right. So I know how to help you. So I'm like, okay, yeah, that's perfect. You know, so he goes and he does the homework and I'm kind of seeing what he's doing and I'm just like wait when the fuck did the professor 
teach us to do that like it's just it didn't make sense and then finally he helps me and and mind you during this time I'm also trying to figure out how to find the answers to these questions right so he finally helps me and he's like okay you're gonna take that number you're gonna take that number and then you're gonna divide it by that number and I'm like wait how'd you get that number he's like well you see this number and this number you're gonna divide it and then times it by that and I'm like oh, you know what this isn't fair like I mean I wasn't complaining to the kid but in my mind I'm like bro this professor is standing up here showing us three formulas showing us simple math but now I'm looking at the rest of the students and they're like putting numbers on Excel, dragging it down so the so the math does it itself. Then they're pulling out these other formulas. And I'm like, where'd you get that formula? Or that formula was from chapter three. Chapter three was fucking seven weeks ago. Like, what? And this exam is only covering the last three chapters. Like, luckily, this isn't like a final exam that's covering all the chapters we covered throughout the whole semester. It's just the final three that we've finished off with. But still, I just, I can't. Like, I just, I fucking can't. So, like, I've been super stressed on that. Hurricane, all five of them came over to fucking Florida to visit. So that was annoying. Then a few weeks ago, I got fucking sick. Thank you, coworkers. And I literally did not have a voice. And I had woke up Monday morning after working all the doubles on the weekend. And I barely had a voice. And I still thought to record a podcast. But I'm not going to lie to you. I get really irritated when I talk to people who don't have a voice like who have like really raspy scratchy voices that you could barely understand I just want them I just want to give them a hot tea and tell them to stop talking like I think the only people I can tolerate hearing like to sound that way is like my family and my man that's it but like no offense to my friends but it's like if they're like I can't talk I'm like okay then don't then don't just don't, (laughs) you know? So I just didn't want to sound like that on the podcast. So then I was like, okay, it's fine. I'm missing one week. Then the following week, week came around and I still sounded like shit. And I was just, I had so many, it's just, it's been a lot. It's been a lot. Okay. That's just one class. Okay. Now I have my other two classes. Now my other two classes is a family business planning class and then it's a entrepreneurial marketing management class which is my favorite class to be honest and both of those classes are taught by the same professor the professor is not bad but I feel like in the beginning of the semester I feel like he liked me not to say that I was a star student I was not But because I was very engaged in the class, I would raise my hand a lot. I would talk a lot. He would pick on me, you know, like it just felt good. You know, like I just I felt very like just engaged in the class. Then the hurricane had happened. So there was like a few weeks where everything got delayed and stuff and ended up missing a Wednesday. And then part I think that like the second part of the semester, it was all about creating like business plans. And there is a business plan I have in mind for my new listeners. If this is the first episode you're clicking on, I have a dream of opening up my own business for my OG listeners and for people who've sort of been around me for a while know that I've always had a dream of opening up my own coffee shop, but I, and I still do, but I think that if I'm going to execute a real business plan, I think I'm going to go straight into restaurants 
It's what I have the most experience in. It's kind of an area I feel the most comfortable in. And I have this business concept that does not, or not business, but a restaurant concept that does not exist in Orlando, Florida. And I dream and will be manifesting for it to exist. And I want to be the first one to basically create it, to invent it, if you will. And so I have had this idea ever since I decided to go back to school. So for the past two years, I've had this idea that I was going to create a business plan and use all the classes that would require for me to create a business plan. I would use this um, business plan uh, for all of my assignments. I always ask my professors if I can. They say yes, that they're totally fine with it. And that's what I use, right? So I went up to my professor and, and For both of my classes, for the family business planning and marketing management class, my final is to present a business plan. The family business plan has to be in regard to a family business, like how that dynamic would look like, how it would operate as a family business, which I still use my business plan, but I just kind of modified it for those requirements. But for my marketing management class, it's like, okay, no, this is my presentation. This is my business plan. Like, this is my legit thing. And, you know, obviously this is going to be graded. And the presentation itself, I will be in front of my class. I have to pretend like all the students are investors and I have to sell this business concept to them. So I am excited. I am a little bit nervous. But I feel like ever since I show like shared this business plan to my professor, I just feel like there was like a little bit of a shift. I'm hoping that it's all in my head. But I feel like there was and it's not to say that I needed validation. It's like, I just feel like he wasn't as helpful. You know, like, for example, like when we were creating the break even analysis, he was like, Yeah, I don't really have experience with restaurants. So I don't really know how to help you. Okay. So how would you like for me to so it's like, He wanted me to make a break-even analysis, so I kind of made one, but then he's telling me that it's not one, like it's not correct. And it's like, okay, you have no experience on creating a break-even analysis over a restaurant, but the one that I made that is that I fucking Googled basically and that I've asked my managers to help me with, you're telling me is incorrect? Yet you're the one that doesn't have experience in restaurants. My business plan is like 13 pages long only because that was the outline that was posted on the syllabus for this assignment. And when he gave me like a review of the business plan, he was like, I feel like he just pulled things out of context. He was like, oh, for the guest incentives, you posted that, but you didn't really put on the business value on on um, how you would strategize like more market or some shit. And I was like, yes, I did. Because I posted it on this section because that's what that section required for me to put. Oh, okay. Well, you're going to have to copy and paste and put it there. It's like, motherfucker, you clearly didn't read my entire business proposal. Like don't post an assignment that is going to be 13 pages long. And then you just decide to pick and pull areas just to make it seem like you know what you're talking about which I'm sure you do you're a professor you have your doctorate like clearly you are more experienced than I am but don't like look at my work and say that it's like incomplete when it is because you're saying I didn't put something somewhere but I did over in this section because on the syllabus when it asked me 
oh, make sure you put this information in this section. That's exactly what I did. So it's just, you know, like that's annoying. And then like from the family business plan management class, our presentation had to be like, you know, our business, that's, you know, how it's ran as a family business. And the professor did tell all the students like, hey, if you are in a family business and you want to use your family business as your presentation, like that's totally fine. Just make sure that you hit all the points, you know, that are required for the presentation. And if you don't have a family business, just, you know, make one. And honestly, so far out of the whole class, it's only me and one other person that created like our own family business plan. Everyone else came from a family business. So it's like, you had these kids. And this is also like, other disclaimer, I go to Rollins College and Rollins College is a private college and it's a very expensive college. Honestly, the only reason why I'm able to afford to go there and that's like barely affording because clearly I'm using student loans to pay for it. But I do pay a cheaper tuition rate because I am a Hamilton Holt student, which basically means like I only take classes like twice a week. It's basically a program for the working student. So um, it it is a little bit different for me, but a lot of other students that go there, you know, respectfully come from, you know, I would say well-off parents. I mean, maybe they don't, maybe I can't speak for all of them, you know, but I will say that in my class, for those who have used their own family business, all of them, it was like, it was like two of them own like Christmas tree farms, like over all over the States. Then you had another that's like their father worked for JP Morgan for like 15 years and then opened up his own wealth management firm in Winter Park and like manages over like a billion dollars of like money based from like their clients, like they're just advisors. And then you have, um, like this one guy who like his family like owns like a chain of restaurants. It's just, Everyone that went up was like basically sharing their very well, like very successful family business. Like there was one guy who was like, yeah, my dad owns a tech company in Orlando. And it's like, okay, I had to click my gas pump like five times so that it wouldn't go over a penny when I wanted to put just $30 in my gas tank. Cute um no shade though like that's awesome like a lot of it was really cool to listen to and you know it's it's cool you know like and you know and to be honest with you like everyone in my class is like super nice like it's not to say that any of them are bad kids you know like everybody was super respectful they clapped when I was done with my presentation like you know the professor said I did a good job you know like it's it's cool you know but I did I did have a moment with myself, like, when I got in the car, because I'm like, damn, man, like, I have this idea in this dream, and it's special to me, and it's like, I went first, because my last name starts with an A, and my professor had everyone go, like, in alphabetical order, and I'm glad I went first, because I was, you know, did it, done, done, you know, sat back in my chair and whatever, but then it was like, to have everyone else go after me and like share these huge family businesses. It's like, I just felt really small. Like my idea felt small. I felt small. Like it just, 
it kind of fucked with my confidence a little bit. And I know that's kind of like weird for me to even admit. And it's kind of like, bitch, are you serious right now? Like, oh my God. Like, you know, like it's kind of embarrassing, but it's the truth. And I like vented to my sister about it. And she was like, listen, everyone who started a business starts small. Not everyone just is this like successful business, you know, like, and it's true, like, and I sort of had to kind of like, pull myself out of that mindset also, because even the guy that talked about his father owning a tech company, he showed like, oh, what his father's office looked like when he first started the business. And it was in their dining room table with like five computers. And they were like old ass computers, like monitor, computer, like keyboard, mouse, like floppy disks everywhere. Like if you're over 30, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Just like old ass computers. And, you know, obviously everyone starts small. You know, these kids, obviously, they're they're sharing their family business, their parents' business, their grandfather's business. So clearly, you know, that's years in the making to get to where they're at now. I'm like at the bottom, you know, (laughs) I'm just at the idea. So, you know, but it's just there's a lot of things that were just factoring in that kind of just like fucked with my confidence a little bit. And it just had me feeling like what am I doing with my life? Not so much of that, but just like, I think I wasn't feeling secure, like after my presentation. Um, I'm not feeling that confident in this other class I'm taking because I, you know, I'm not doing that well in it. Um, I haven't posted stuff on my podcast. You know, I love doing YouTube, but YouTube is its own beast. You know, it's like you feel really good about posting content. You take the time to record, to edit, to take the photos. You know, vlogging in public is not like an easy task. Like you do need a lot of confidence to just do it. I mean, there are vloggers that be like, okay, I'm going to go to Target. And they don't even film themselves in Target. They just film themselves like in the car leaving Target, you know, like to take out the camera, to record yourself doing normal things, to post on the internet is something that's not uncommon, but it's still like weird to do when people see you doing it. So it's kind of like, like, so to just put in the work to, to gather all this content, to take the time to edit it, to go on Canva, to make the intriguing clickbaitable thumbnail post it on the internet and pray that at least more than 10 people watch it it takes a lot of energy and then you know and then when you don't see the views you feel that it deserves to have could also feel kind of like how do you say um what's the word I'm looking for discouraged you know so discouraging But I still do it because it does bring me joy. And I do enjoy doing it. Like, I love it. I like I like creating content. I really like vlogging. It's fun for me. I like watching my videos. I like watching other people's videos. I get excited when other people tell me they've seen my videos. You know, even with my podcasting, like, I don't see who's watching. I don't are listening. I don't know if people are just listening to the first 10 minutes and then they just exit. out. I have no idea. All I know is how many listens I get. And it does feel rewarding when it's over 100 because I I get more engagement out of my podcasting than I do on my YouTube channel. But it's just, I just, 
I feel like I, I hit a wall in some way. Like I just got to this place where I kind of felt like, you know, I've been, you know, YouTube hasn't felt rewarding. I, even though I love doing it, I, you know, I love doing the podcasting thing, but I haven't, I don't know. I try to hold myself back from spiraling and that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to stop because <laughs> that's how, that's how I spiral. I just, I start from one place and then I just go down the rabbit hole. But you know what, my friends, I'm not going to give up. I am still going to post my YouTube channel. Like, I'm still going to post YouTube videos. I'm still going to post my podcast episodes because at the end of the day, it's fun for me to do it. And for the people that listen to it and that continue to listen to it, you know, are the motivation that keeps me wanting to do more. When it comes to school, I've sort of had to make peace that if I have to repeat this class, then I, I got to repeat the class. I don't want to, but I'm not going to give up because I will graduate with my bachelor's degree. That is a goal of mine that I've always wanted to accomplish. And I've had people tell me all the time, like, well, for what you want to do, you don't technically need a degree for. And it's like, you're absolutely right. And it's true. I have like two managers that don't have degrees in hospitality management or business management yet have a career in managing restaurants. So I'm not saying I want to manage a restaurant. I want to own a restaurant. And I just feel like going to school benefits me. I'm never going to regret learning. No one ever regrets learning anything. So yes, I know that I don't technically need a degree to accomplish the goals that I already have for myself. But Obtaining a degree has always been a goal of mine and I just think that it makes me feel more qualified because I have the experience and I have the knowledge to do it, you know. But you know what, my friends, that's me venting with school. I did not realize I was going to go so hard on the whole school portion of the updates <laughs> As you can tell, that's probably the one thing that's been consuming the majority of my brain space. But just to quickly update you on the rest, quick fire, because I don't want to bore you to death on this long ass episode. Um, but I will say work has been okay. We're finally entering busy season. So I'm starting to make great money working long hours. Um, but it's great. I just pulled two doubles back to back. So I'm still kind of like recovering from that. My feet hurt. I did wake up with a slight headache because of the wine that I drank last night. And I barely had a proper meal last night also. But I definitely overworked myself these past two days. But no regrets because I hit my financial goal, which is important. Because on to the next update, I'm going to New York in a few days. Yes, my friends, I am going to New York City on Thursday to visit family and do all the Christmassy New York wintery stuff. I'm so excited. Vlogmas on YouTube is about to be lit. We have so many things planned. Rockefeller Center, ice skating. We're going to go to the edge in the Hudson uh, to see the whole skyline of New York. I've made tons of reservations to so many Christmassy restaurants and this one Dominican uh, restaurant in Dykeman that I'm excited to go to because their cocktails look amazing. And something that I quickly learned living in Orlando, ironically, 
in Orlando, well, not ironically, but in Orlando, you can find good Puerto Rican restaurants everywhere. They're everywhere, literally. I mean, some might argue that one is better than the other, but for the most part, you can find Puerto Rican restaurants everywhere here in in Orlando. However, it's harder to find good Dominican restaurants in Orlando. Now, in New York, it is so easy to find good Dominican restaurants because they're everywhere. But it's harder to find good Puerto Rican restaurants in New York. Ironically, since there are so many Puerto Ricans in New York. Again, the parts of New York that I'm from are mainly where Dominicans live. Hence why there are so many good Dominican restaurants in New York from my perspective. Uh, But you don't find that here in Orlando. Someone told me, they were like, oh, yes, there is. You just got to go to that one spot. I'm not even going to say this spot because I don't want to offend anybody. I went to that spot. It wasn't good. It wasn't good. There's only two spots. There's Chimmy King here in Orlando. But that's good like for fried food. Like, you know, and they're a little overpriced. Like, I'm sorry. Like, Chimmy food trucks are not... Like, if you get a Chimmy, which is basically like a Dominican hamburger or whatever burger, it's good. It's good after a night out drinking. But, like, that shit... That shit started from food trucks. Now, Chimmy King is a whole ass restaurant that tries to be like bad and boot. I don't know. I don't know. Let me stop. Anyway, the point is, I'm excited for the Dominican food. I'm excited for the Dominican restaurant I made reservations for because they have really fun, cute cocktails that you girl that you already know your girl's gonna order. Start taking pictures of. So make sure you follow me on Instagram so you can see all of that. And what else do we have planned? Oh, my friend, my best friend is getting married. Through the courthouse on Friday. Sasha, I know you're listening. Love you. Can't wait to see you. And I'm seeing her and her will be, by the time I see them, husband on Saturday. I haven't seen them in a few years. So haven't seen them since like 2017, 2018, maybe. No, I take it back. I take that back. I haven't seen her husband since maybe 2017. But Sasha, she came to visit me back when I lived in my own apartment, 2019. That was the last time I seen her. So I haven't seen her in almost three years. So can't wait to hug and squeeze her and congratulate her on her unionship. And we're just going to do a bunch of fun stuff. So make sure you stay tuned on my YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you follow me on Instagram so you can catch up on all those pictures and reels and whatever. You're going to see it all. So if you want that, make sure you go over there and check me out. Um, but aside from New York, school, work, oh, a lot of people has been asking me about wedding stuff. So, okay, my friends, for those who are new to the podcast, very quickly, I went to Greece for my birthday back in October, and during my trip, my then-boyfriend, now fiancé, proposed to me in Santorini. Gorgeous, gorgeous night, so grateful, so happy, so elated. Now I am elated. Before, I was a little like, oh God, I'm an engaged woman. This is scary. (laughs) I kind of had a whole episode about it. So make sure you tuned in on that. It's a few episodes ago, not that long ago. So it won't be that hard to find. Um, But a lot of people have been asking like, oh, any wedding plans, any wedding plans. And honestly, my friends, because of all the traveling that I've done this whole year, let's, uh, let's, let me give you a quick recap on all that I've been to in the year 2022. And I'm just going to say it as like, 
to let you in on it, to let you know, to kind of remind you not to brag. So don't think I'm showing off, but let's do the recap. January, I went to France. April, I went to Italy. May, I went to New York. August, I went to Dominican Republic. October, I went to Greece. December, now in three days, literally going back to New York to do the whole Christmas stuff. And you know that shit ain't cheap. Your girl's been spending a lot of motherfucking money. A lot of money. No regrets. Because you see, I bitch about being broke and clicking the gas pump to make sure that no more than $30 goes into my gas tank. Don't even want to go a penny over. Yet JetBlue puts on a sale for $200 round trick round trip tickets to New York and I'm the first one to hit buy click buy reserve let's do it I'm ready my bags are packed let's go literally that's the energy I always give when it comes to traveling but I need to calm the fuck down and I need to start saving my money again and paying back my debt because you know your girl put it on a few credit cards and the credit cards are they're they're getting due I mean they're due and they're getting paid but um, it's getting a little scary. So I need to like calm down and start paying that stuff back. So as of right now, Arnaldo wants to get married by November 2023. Love that energy. But um, no, I just I wouldn't be able to afford it. Because I feel like planning a wedding would be more expensive for me than it would be for him. Because I need to buy my dress. And then you know, my bachelorette party is going to be lit. And then, you know, and then just like, I want the bridey stuff, like the bride merchandise, you know, like the bride bathing suit, the bride veil, uh, the bride purse, like just all of the bridal things. You know what I mean? It's just all he got to do is buy a fucking tux or a suit, whatever the hell he wants to wear. And then just make sure he comes through with that deposit for the venue, you know, like, I just feel like it's more money for the bride than it is for the groom, you know? So I told him, like, let me pay off, you know, this debt first. And then from there, we will start planning for a wedding. So he wants to do it November 2023. I'm thinking summer 2024, in all fairness. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. A year goes by so fast. I mean, look, we're already in December. New Year's Eve is literally like in 25 days. Like, it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, so no real plans for wedding planning as a far as so far as an update. And I think that kind of covers all bases. I just feel like when it comes to school, it's been such a stressor for me. And a lot of it is because I'm just in the thick of it because I'm at the home stretch. Well, not the thick of it. No, the thick of it is like saying you're in the middle of it. Home stretch is like saying you're at the end. I'm at the home stretch because the last day for my semester is basically on Wednesday, but I have until Thursday to do my final for the math class I'm talking about that I've been talking about. And yeah, I need to make sure I do that before I go to New York. I'm nervous. Anyways, my friends, wish me luck, say a prayer for me, light a candle, I don't know, manifest for me, rub your crystals, chant to the moon for me, do whatever you can, ask your grandma to say a prayer, please, I'm desperate, very desperate, 
But anyways, my friends, I think that's it for the updates. I hope that it was entertaining. I hope that it gives you a better context on where I've been mentally. I'm fine. I'm okay. I'm definitely going to start uh, pre-recording episodes. I know I mentioned that before, but every time I say that I'm going to do it, I don't. And then I look bad and then I look like a liar. But you know what? As of right now, I'm just going to manifest that a new episode will be available to you next Monday. I leave to New York on Thursday, but I come back on Tuesday. So I do intend to pre-record an episode while I'm gone. Record an episode for a recap of the trip, of course. I mean, you're going to see it on YouTube. If you're more of a visual person, make sure you check that out. If you're just like, ah, oh, you could tell me about it over the phone, then make sure you stay tuned for new episodes every Mondays, my friends. I love you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in, not giving up on me. Make sure you hit me up a follow. DM me if you love me. I love making new friends. And that's the tea. I love you guys and I'll see you next time. Thank you.